to another, dare I say, exciting episode of Not Playing with Lex and Dan. I am Dan. He is Dan. It's true. And I'm joined, as always, by... It's Lex. You. Lex. Yes. And you, lovely listeners. We are joined, as always, by you, hopefully. Well, no, hopefully if they can so. hear this, then if, if a podcaster speaks in a podcast, then it makes a sound because somebody has to hear it. Yes, well, it has to be recorded. If it's not recorded, it's, it's a really a podcast. podcast. That's a philosophical argument for another time. Well, speaking of philosophy, Dan, as you know, this is a podcast where we watch movies uh, that most other people in the world have seen, but that either you or I or both of us have not. And if we haven't watched those movies, do they really exist? As it turns out, they do, and people oh, are shocked well, that we haven't seen them. that question. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a problem. But uh, the movie we're going to watch tonight is uh, it's a sequel of sorts because- is it? The uh, the first movie you and I watched together on this very podcast was Beverly Hills Cop, starring Eddie Murphy. Oh, I see. And I, I believe we have another Eddie Murphy title, title this evening. That's right. It is Coming to America. I, when you said sequel, I thought perhaps in the original he, like, leaves America. Leaves America. <laughs> yeah. Wait, was was the prequel to Coming to America out of Africa? Yeah. <laughs> the prequel to Coming to America was applying for a visa. <laughs> um, it's really dull. It's a short film. Another actor uh, from another movie we've watched in this series. Well, I can guess. Can I guess? Please. Because I, I think it's one of the other few things I know about this movie. Go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing James Earl Jones. That's the one. Is also in this movie. As I recall from the little I know of this, he plays Eddie Murphy's father. That's correct. Excellent. And uh, it's directed by John Landis, not to be confused with John Hughes, who no. wrote Vacation, which we've also watched. But we'll call that a, a, a part sequel. <laughs> Because we have very loose standards, uh, but you know it's uh, well. What do you know about it? You know that uh, you know James Earl Jones is uh, Eddie Murphy's father, at least in yes, the movie. Yes, I do know that. I know that Eddie Eddie Murphy is an African prince, I believe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. an actual one, not like a Nigerian like prince who's calling <laughs> you and you've like won a bunch of money or is yeah, not like that. This predates that. Yeah, this is pre Nigerian scam. Okay, I, I appreciate that. That's the good. The film is from nineteen eighty eight. Which I believe is post Beverly Hills Cop, so so Eddie Murphy is already an established film star at this point. I would say that's right. Um, what else do I know? Well, I I caught glimpse of the little uh, paragraph of summary, and so the only thing I caught away from it was that he's looking for love. Well, aren't we all though? I in I'm looking in all the wrong places because I'm watching these movies with you. <laughs> well, we'll get there. Um, this was a you know a lot of. Uh, then famous and now famous are black actors in this movie, whom I expect you will recognize and enjoy. Excellent. I, and, I uh, look forward to recognizing and enjoying them. From the moment the movie starts, you'll hear Ladysmith Black Mombazo. I don't know if you're familiar oh. with that band, but they... Yes, uh, I am. They kick it off from the start. Very cool. Well, um, if, I got nothing else. I'm ready to dive in. You know nothing else. All right, well, you're in for a treat. I, I know you don't always love ridiculous comedies, and this is a ridiculous comedy, but... This is although I haven't watched it in years. This I is a ridiculous this, comedy, but yeah, I believe this to be a laugh out loud comedy. That's my okay. analysis for you. All right. Well, I look forward to laughing, perhaps even out loud. <laughs> I already am. <laughs> well, we've queued up 
coming to America to uh, we're on Netflix here. But uh, if you're watching along at home, we're at the moment right when the Paramount logo comes on screen. We've got about an hour, 56, 33 left to go. So we will hit play. Lex, count us in. In three, two, one. Hey, there's Lady Smith Black Mambazo, just like I, I promised you. I like when they do the thing where the uh, the mountain is still there. Oh, yeah, like when they use the logo as part of the footage kind of thing? Yeah, they do that in uh, Indiana Jones, too, which you've now seen. That's true, but you not with lucky you. person. It's true. I don't know what's wrong with you that you didn't do that, but I'll let you live. An Eddie Murphy production. I, don't I mean, he I was a big that. deal at this point, right? Yeah. We've seen Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> I thought that said a Landis Foley film, and I'm like, all right, Eddie, that's taking it a little bit yeah. far. Your character from Beverly Hills Cop has no role in this film. I always get him confused with Edie Murphy. <laughs> She's 84. She lives in Akron, Ohio. Mm. So do you like the movie so far? Arsenio Hall. Do you recognize that actor? Is there name? a single woo-woo in this movie or no? <laughs> well, first of all, I think that was terrible, but no. Thank you. Okay. you John know... Amos. See? I love John Amos. I told West you you were going to know a lot of people. Good old I do not badge. know Madge Sinclair, <laughs> nor Shiri Headley. Headley, Headley. Now, do you know Eric, Eric LaSalle from okay. ER and Frankie Faison? Sure, I'm familiar with both of their works. Don't know any of those people. Uh, you might know Louis Anderson. It sounds familiar, but I don't know him by name. Do you know Samuel that guy at the L. Jackson? Never heard of him. <laughs> I think he should have uh, branded as Slamuel L. Jackson, and then perhaps he would have become more memorable. I'm pretty sure the castle in the distance is not real. Do you think it's the Disneyland castle? <laughs> Upon closer investigation, I'm going to guess no. Nadulman. This font has quite an N. Oh, Rick Baker. Famous special makeup guy. I'm not lying. With, no, I actually know he that really guy is. is. Oh, sure. Yeah. He did all the thriller makeup. He did more than that, my friend. A lot of Star Trek makeup, too. Hey, I see elephants. elephants. How much did you have to drink before this movie? Woody Omens? (laughs) Is that a real name? Well, he left porn. Uh, Story by Eddie Murphy. It's true. Screenplay by David Sheffield and... Barry W. Blaustein, who I'm guessing also African American. <laughs> and there he is, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Put on a little weight since Beverly Hills. <laughs> I love when they have the military uniforms with the shorts, like oh. in, in uh, Bermuda, too. That's just great. It's perfect. Not when you, for when you want to be formal, but not too formal. Yeah. Now, that is a fancy hi fi system there. I like that they have the nice little clock there to go with it. I need one of those in my uh, in my in my living room. Nice paneled. Also, I need an orchestra that what wakes me up. Yes, <laughs> I had a guess. <laughs> it was a pretty good guess. Does he have a ponytail in this movie? Uh, so far. Is that a real? Is that supposed to be a real volcano, or is that just a drawing of a volcano? I don't. I'm hoping it's supposed to be a drawing of a volcano. I think the last time I saw this movie, I was in college, so it's been a while. It must be supposed to be a drawing. Hey, happy birthday! 
Thank you. Now, I thought it was traditional to be greeted while you're in a bathtub. <laughs> How well, so? I, I just, you know, if I remember, Danny Glover also. Oh, right. It was his birthday in Lethal Weapon. We discussed interesting birthday rituals and it, traditions. It would really I guess Eddie be Murphy something. doesn't go in for that. Yeah. It would really be something if this movie also had a bathtub scene. I Well, we would start to question whether it was just something we didn't know about the 80s, perhaps. I have some really exciting news for you, Dan. How exciting? We're about to have a bathtub scene. <laughs> wow. This is another one of those movies that has surprising gratuitous nudity. It is the 80s. The 80s, as I understand it, full of surprising gratuitous nudity. <laughs> that was the 80s motto. Nudity, when you least expect it. <laughs> I got to tell you the truth. I think that line to myself almost every day in the shower. <laughs> He did not brush his teeth for the recommended two minutes. Well, he's a prince, so his teeth are really, really clean to begin with. I feel, I got to tell you, Lex, I think my my birthday is lacking in pomp and circumstance. (laughs) See, I'm of the belief that this isn't for his birthday. I think this is just every day for him. You're probably right. Well, let me tell you. Wait, if his father is Darth Vader, does that mean he and Luke Skywalker are brothers? Spoiler alert, Dan. Sorry. My apologies. If you haven't seen Star Wars, don't listen to the previous. Is that pink lemonade? I assume it's liquor. (laughs) Wait, which came first, this one or the scene from Batman where they do this? I'm going with this one. Batman was like 89, I think.
They had a chair down there for him all along? Well, there's there's lots of chairs. <laughs> there goes all their budget. Two elephants. Just eliminated three jobs right there. Yeah. Terrible leader. <laughs> it's weird that he's doing Vader voice this whole movie. <laughs> I thought he was playing Terrence Mann. Arsenio. I guess I recognize him. That doesn't sound creepy at all. if it's weird for him to be walking without the rose petals now. <laughs> All right, Arsenio Hall, that's maybe not the best outfit ever. It's uh he's from a foreign non-existent country. Cut the man a break. Oh man, I've heard that this might be what the karate kid is like. One day we'll have to watch that one. Someday. Some pretty good training there. Yeah, I was just thinking though that I don't believe I don't believe that all the stunt doubles from far away are that good <laughs> in terms of resembling. Yeah, that guy does not look. Just... He's wearing. He's for one thing. He's wearing 
a bandana instead yes. of Eddie Murphy's hair. <laughs> also, don't you think if they if he was the prince, they would like let him win? I would think that. For example, we invented fireworks. <laughs> Those were made in China. Hey, there's those elephants again, too. They've all, they got two. They got to get their money's worth, Lex. <laughs> there's the elephants in every scene of this movie, I assume. <laughs> there's probably just a mirror next to those elephants, too. Yeah, sure. Well, a couple of them are animatronic. It's like Jungle Cruise. <laughs> have we been told what the name of this country is? I think they have said it, but I don't remember what it I is. I kind of missed it. James Earl Jones always looks a little bit dyspeptic here. <laughs> They're in Zamunda. It's the African nation, the fictional African nation of Zamunda. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> it, it appears to be, by all accounts, a wealthy and prosperous nation. Thank you. That is quite a hat. I'm wearing one of those outfits right now while we record this. I was going to say, is this how your wife was introduced to you? This was one of the first flash mobs in recorded history. In those days, they didn't have cell phones, though, so they had to like go around and tell everybody possible <laughs> something. Instead of reform it, every place they wanted to tell somebody <laughs> about it. Now we got to tell my mom. <laughs> Wait, sorry, we went to the wrong palace. All of them are better dancers than I am and better dancers than James Earl Jones is, I'm guessing. You don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just you guessing. Ever seen, you ever seen him cut a rug? <laughs> oh, 
I would now say that this scene went on definitely longer than I expected. They are now officially married. She had a long walk. <laughs> he won six Oscars for this performance, by the way. <laughs> Best song. Best supporting actor. Best director. <laughs> that is John Best sound mixing. <laughs> You will come here often? Most irregular. <laughs> oh my. Scandal. That TV series wouldn't come out for many years after this movie, Dan. I'm just naming TV series, though. <laughs> West Wing. The Sports Night. The Sports Night? <laughs> nice. right. Love that one. I was going to go with the West Wing, but... Still. Her dress is really long. That was the point of that joke. reminds me so much of when I met Lauren. Your wife clearly doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> we, we found a loophole.
I'm pretty impressed that that guy thought he could interrupt them. He's got a special position in the household. Chief Soprano? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Filmed on location at a local zoo. I don't know if those are real giraffes. Oh, I guess they are. I guess, yes. (laughs) I definitely had conversations like that with my parents. Hmm. Is she still hopping? I mean, she was not told to stop. He's got away with people, the king. He does. <laughs> they rejected title for this film. <laughs> hey, that's what this movie's about. I used to have this globe. Infinite choice. <laughs> Did you yep, get there? saw that coming. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I, I was wondering if they had a private jet, but apparently they fly in the Concorde and they fly back in time because the Concorde no longer exists. <laughs> well, oh, I've seen this scene. It's from Patton. <laughs> it is a film of its era. Ha <laughs> <laughs> 
I get that kind of look when I'm at the airport too, though. <laughs> I would say, and I know I've told you this, I think before you even saw the movie, I think this movie has Eddie Murphy at his best. I feel he nails the enthusiasm on what does dumb fuck mean? Even better than Axel Foley. Yes. Because here he has to act. <laughs> well, Axel Foley would win in a fight. I mean, I saw his ninja training, it was pretty good. <laughs> about you, I don't know about you, but that's what it looks like outside right here now. Yeah. Except for the guys in around the burning barrel. <laughs> We're still doing that in the 80s? Yes. Now, are you understanding what's happening here? This is all Eddie Murphy and Arsenio I, Hall. I I thought it I thought it might be. I think that's Cuba Gooding Jr. getting his hair cut. It looks like him. I was going to say that. I just checked, and it is. Is that Eddie Murphy? Too? It is. I've seen. Have you ever seen his uh, SNL skit where he dresses up as a white guy? Yes. That is one of the finest, finest moments in comedy. <laughs> it's incredible. Unfortunately, I think that routine got overused in later years. By Eddie Murphy specifically. Wait. Oh my God. Lex? Yes. You've watched The Wire, have you not? I have. You recognize this guy? Yeah, of course. 
I did not realize he was in that. That's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Didn't we see this gag in national in in, vac- in vacation? We did. Now this, more than any other scene, I think just reminds me of how I grew up. It's a very quotable movie. I yeah. This is only like three words. Why do they have clothes that size? Stop or come back. See, I think I like that gag where they're dressed normally now and that's what makes us feel uncomfortable for them. (laughs) They have the same hair, don't they? (laughs) 
This is another killer song from the soundtrack. It's no neutron dance. The liver spots makeup is, I think, why they needed uh, Mr. Baker. That's quite impressive. <laughs> you look just like this detective from Detroit. <laughs> Well, this is this is really Axel Foley deep, deep undercover, Dan. <laughs> now, did you go to a lot of these clubs in the eighties? Yes. When you were uh, eight or nine. Friday. <laughs> Disco balls. Striped wallpaper. That did help happen to me a lot, especially in the 80s. They've changed clothes, though. Yeah. <laughs> Are they speed dating? 
they're just they're they're playing the field. They're seeing what's out there. <laughs> That's totally Arsenio Hall, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That was the first spit take in American cinematic history. (laughs) Great trench coats. Do they not trust anybody else to be in the movie? <laughs> I just love the performances they put in. They make all of these different characters they portray unique. And what I like is they had to work extra hard to do these things. They couldn't do all the fancy stuff they do now. They had to just shoot it over and over and over again. Little known fact, all of these extras also are Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Also, all of these swimsuit women. All the women are played by James Earl Jones. (laughs) He is good. Yeah. Randy Watson, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) 
Can't change his voice quite enough. Yeah, many many Eddie Murphy characters share a lisp. It's probably hard to talk with all the prosthetics on, too. Yeah, that's this is the less impressive facial prosthetics, I would say. The rest of his face doesn't move. It's very right. odd. Quite the cheekbones. <laughs> Eyes are a little scary. Yeah. John Amos. I is McDonald's is selling stuff at a show. What makes you think that it's McDonald's? Weren't they wearing McDonald's logos? Were they? (laughs) (laughs) The original mic drop. I don't really understand why that scene happens. (laughs) (laughs) They're wearing McDonald's logos. Oh. I like that she has to thank him for that. I don't understand what they mean. Uh, Eric LaSalle. Nice hair. Yeah. I think that was a Christmas reference. <laughs> when you fall in love you fall hard Dan that's how it works 
I mean, ah, I see. <laughs> I am amazed they did not get sued. <laughs> it's not a chain. It's a family restaurant. John Amos is angry. I guess that guy has to go on break. He only he, he only flipped half of them. <laughs> it's McDowell's. You've got to deal with the hard one, buddy. I hate mopping. It's my least favorite chore. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Mine is toilet scrubbing. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite the computer setup she's got there. I think it's a uh, IBM PC, although I can't tell if it's hooked up to an actual computer or it's just a keyboard and a monitor. (laughs) The keyboard isn't the computer? Smooth. (laughs) She's borderline mean right now. Borderline. Oh, she's, she's, I mean, come on. He's being weird. <laughs> that would be my father in law's favorite line from this movie. <laughs> he says it whenever he takes out the trash. When you think of garbage, think of a key. <laughs> He's a charmer. Did she steal that jacket from Michael J. Fox, by the way? <laughs> I was going to make a comment about the, the vest indoors. I was big in the 80s. Look, Radio Shack plus Computer Center. It's not just a Radio Shack. No, it's no. It's not just a Computer Center. It's both. You can get radios, computers. 
computers, shacks, radios. No shacks. They're out of shacks. No shacks. Fresh out. Gosh. Fresh out. I can't believe you thought that was McDonald's before. <laughs> <laughs> I assume it's Mackie D's. <laughs> I don't know if he just always hears the song in his heart or what. <laughs> I, yeah, it's on the radio. Top 20, man. <laughs> it's not the effective way to wear a scarf, by the way. <laughs> Couldn't have seen that coming. not such a bad guy. No. <laughs> I wish I had Eric LaSalle's hair. I think that's a I, I think it might be a wig, so so does Eric LaSalle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a cheapskate. I think he's lying. He is a liar. I he hate drank him. all of that shake already. <laughs> Wait, that was empty when he threw it. <laughs> Movie magic, Dan. Movie magic. It's allowed. Be something. Like Arsenio Hall basically gets to like just eat in every scene he's in. He wears that same undershirt thing, buttoned down, every day. I mean, if you had a shirt that nice, would you wear any other shirt? <laughs> well, the first time I thought it was like terrible prosthetic skin, and I had to look yes, really closely yeah, to understand exactly. what was happening. <laughs> 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 
Nobody does shit-eating grin better than Eddie Murphy. That actor, I he's familiar. He's familiar looking. That's Louis Anderson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My grandmother had the original version of that picture. <laughs> it did not have a McDowell's in it. What a shame. Eddie Murphy also plays that dog. Yeah. And this was years, by the way, before twerking was invented. I like fluffy little dogs. This this seems like a trap. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Dear Lisa, they're real. <laughs> <laughs> Very clever way to write that card, though. <laughs> like the little things that you put on babies? Yes. I think like her. Now I'm a little mad at Akeem that he caved on not using his princely powers. Yeah, but he didn't he didn't acknowledge who it was. Could be True. anybody. I'll probably go well. <laughs> That's a good plan. That's a good plan. <laughs> that was a good Arsenio Hall impression. Dummy say what? <laughs> that does not get enough play outside the 80s. School of Hard Knocks.
Ah. That sounds like an opening. <laughs> How old is her sister? I don't know. Those are some nice basketball uniforms. I you gotta you gotta love the eighties. The most expensive scene in the movie because every one of these players also Eddie Murphy. <laughs> he does a great job as the tall white basketball yeah. player. <laughs> <laughs> that scarf is not doing Eric LaSalle any favors. No. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Did he steal that jacket from like the Lone Ranger? Dan, have you ever seen the movie Trading Places? I have. Because apparently two of the characters from that movie make a crossover appearance in this movie, but I've never seen that one, so I won't recognize them if and when it happens. Is it the two older white guys? Quite possibly. Who is that actor? He looks really familiar. I don't know. It will not be very long because I will have you executed. Laid. <laughs> I'm just guessing. Already doing that. Already doing that. Why is she with him? She really seemed to be rolling her eyes a lot at the basketball game. There's a moment where she seemed like she liked him, but 
I don't know. Does she have the authority to say that? Sure. I know where I know that guy from, the vendor. Ah, <laughs> oh, Samuel Jackson. It's quite a gun. It's a shotgun, man. Arsenio Hall wearing a lot of makeup in that scene. I think he's been wearing a lot of makeup in every scene. My hero. So what do you know the vendor from? He's in Die Hard 2. <laughs> Haven't seen it. <laughs> they still have to take out the trash, though. <laughs> Everything's coming up a key. Did he have to rent the red jackets or? (laughs) Is that a television? Yep. Wow. You think so? Yeah, there's. Yeah. One day I'll serve in the White House. But why has he got the valet jacket? That is awesome. Why do I not have one of those legs? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> this probably won't end in, in, in comedic mishaps. That's my guess. No comedic mishaps at this party. No. <clears throat> Ha <laughs> 
I think what impresses me about Arsenio is how he uses his body in that character. He's got physicality. My hair got in the way. <laughs> Most racist black dude ever. <laughs> <laughs> Be a little, a little creepier, Eric Lasall. A little <laughs> creepy. Is he wearing uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat's dream coat? <laughs> All of those. Eddie Murphy. Mother Jenks's suit really matches his exactly. You see that? Yeah. Weird. What does it mean? <laughs> Jeez, John Amos. <laughs> Face falling. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Murphy had to drink so much champagne in the scene. <laughs> so did Arsenio. Yeah. <laughs> She does not look happy. That's how women show their affection and appreciation, right? I may be misreading things. Mm. She seems kind of kind of unhappy. I think she's okay. Oh, jeez. I mean, he's right, I guess. <laughs> right. I can see both sides of this argument. 
Eddie. This is a strong play now. Where did he get the extra red jacket? (laughs) He took it from Sammy. I don't know. Yeah, he's terrible. His name almost rhymes with terrible. (laughs) Wow. Harsh. I wonder if this movie started a whole rash of people thinking like that, like there are prince, there are princes slumming it everywhere <laughs> in America. <laughs> I'm one, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> It's weird this movie has like commercial breaks fade out <laughs> built into it. Sorry, 80s. My friend once convinced his then girlfriend, now wife, that he was like 16th in line to the British throne. <laughs> and when the Queen Mother died, he had to go back so that he could like take up the lordly duties or something. That's funny. Oh, geez, Sammy, that is a bad attitude. Not the boss. Well, I guess yeah. I don't quite get what Simi's original job title is. Uh, Chief Layabout. Arsenio Hall's like, I could have a talk show in that time. I think she borrowed her coat from a professional football player. His English is phenomenal. Yeah, it's. I mean, I assume he spends a lot of time doing that. Well, I guess they speak English in uh, Zamunda. Zamunda as well. (laughs) 
Would yeah, you? Yeah, you would. <laughs> I mean, his home is pretty poor. <laughs> Let's hope we don't get murdered. Like the last people to live here. <laughs> you can't leave her in that hallway, dude. She's going to get killed. Or kidnapped. That'll teach him. <laughs> yeah. Chew oh, on that's, that. Definitely, that's truly true. You say that now, but wait until you try the hot tub. She's deep. But what about all those groceries we just bought? Why did you waste my freaking time? They're sitting in the, they'll leave them in the hallway for the rats. <laughs> well, no, he put them on the chair, the chair for the rats. Also, when Semi puts his mind to something, he gets it done pretty quickly. That's how he got his he's yeah, he's princely, high status. Princely authority. Yeah. Wait, is that the bag filled with cash? No, it's filled with a half eaten sandwich. Wait, didn't they just walk past them? Yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to notice. Oh. Oh, are these the these yeah, are the training those spaces guys people? Are places. Yeah, I've never seen this movie. I have, I have no idea it's what's a happening. Good movie. Are these good references? Yeah. <laughs> they get they are two wealthy traders who get basically ruined. Gotcha. Also Nietzsche.
I know how to express myself. (laughs) (laughs) I love her accent. The basketball game. Yeah. No, they literally throw themselves at me. Soul glow. <laughs> Almost regal. That is, jeez. Now I'm sweating. <laughs> Running this monster. <laughs> <laughs> I predict that she might be upset when she finds out he's not a goat herd. Wait. What? What? <laughs> I really enjoyed your reaction just now, Dan. That was good. What? What? <laughs> Holla at your boy. You know, in the movies, people dance in restaurants where there's no dancing. Have you ever done that? No. Especially when nobody else is dancing. That's right. weird, man. I mean, when I dance, I certainly dance like no one is watching, but I don't dance when no one is dancing. I dance like nobody's watching if nobody is, in fact, watching. (laughs) If people are watching me, hell no. (laughs) What about Patrice? Who's Patrice? Are you asking that question genuinely? I'm not interested in Daryl either. (laughs) Hey, you nailed it. Come on. It's It's a softball. I am interested in making out, as they say. (laughs) Oh. He's going to sabotage everything. (laughs) That, That makes a lot of sense. she also won the academy award i was gonna say oscar nominated performance
He's verging a little bit into Italian in the accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought he I've was... definitely heard guys singing in the streets. <laughs> I thought he would sing the song from the uh, overweight soprano man. <laughs> Dogs like it. Fuck you! Excellent crowd work. It's a waterbed. He totally told her he's the prince. Yeah, she just acknowledged that. Sorry, I'm I'm a little I'm a little bit behind you. No, you're okay. Okay. Challenge accepted. This is like a Shakespeare play going on here. This was written by William Shakespeare. He's totally going to photocopy those flowers. Sorry, Johnny, miss. <laughs> And his hair. Dad, mom doesn't struggle anymore. <laughs> Ouch. No <laughs> blow. I sense a monkey wrench. Oh? They're from Fredonia. <laughs> I'm so glad he's back. 
You, you can't waste a talent like that in one scene. I love the FBI guys with the radios, too. But I thought he was going to... I thought he got rid of the f- rose peddlers. There are not enough rose petals to insulate you from the filth. <laughs> they still have rose petals. That's what I'm saying. I thought he got rid of... Oh, for I themselves. I mean, if the prince has a rose petal, you think the king and queen don't have rose petals? You're right. <laughs> Shoes make the man. <laughs> He killed Mustafa. That's his audition for the Lion King right there. (laughs) Kill this man. hey they're not peddling they're really terrible at their job you know that's why he fired them Suspicious. I like that he kept the artwork up. Fist pump. (laughs) Oh, I get what he's doing there. 
Good save, though. Now, why do they need two Mercedes? <laughs> and a limo. I guess there's security issues. <laughs> <laughs> Such a worthwhile gag. I told you when you see him call me. <laughs> that's you listen. That's very Darth Vadery. <laughs> Do not alert him to my presence. <laughs> Your royalness. <laughs> Zaman dollars. I have no idea what the exchange rate is, but still. <laughs> yeah, it's five bucks. Okay, five bucks just for calling the Waldorf Astoria? I'd take it. That's true. This was 1988. <laughs> Good detective work there, Eddie Murphy. Axel Foley would be proud. you're gonna screw this up man That dog was up all night memorizing his lines. <laughs> he is subtle. Smooth move, John Amos. <laughs> Do you think that his friends called him famous John Amos? I don't think so. I don't want to get him confused with the cookie guy. Mm. Ha, 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 ha. 
President. President. <laughs> yeah. Where's the drink? You promised me a drink, damn it. What? No, there's no way they could be there that fast. Well, the, the royal family teleports. The dog is confused. Oh, boy. Oh, it's... <laughs> 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 like taking a puppy dog. <laughs> oh, I wonder if that was improv <laughs> or intentional. Yeah. <laughs> No, don't leave the dog. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about the dog. (laughs) Where's my damn drink? John Amos is a bit of a gold digger. Oh, yeah. What gives, Pops? She's still wearing those earrings that Daryl gave her. (laughs) She is not buying it. Got his name right on there too. I didn't notice that before. <laughs> what? what was for the thunder? <laughs> oh, I'm so hungry now. That's what yours look great. Better than the McDowell's food, that's for that's- sure. <laughs> I'm assuming that taxi driver role was a favor to somebody's friend because I don't see why that even had to happen. (laughs) Traffic is literally at a standstill. Through New York traffic.
I do not know these youngsters. <laughs> I feel like Let's break see dance. that. Break dance. Break dance. Break dance. Do it. Wouldn't she remember what he said? You'd think so. Maybe later. <laughs> what did you say to her? They should they should send people after the the, the rose petal throwers that are just like have vacuums <laughs> for recycling. Call enough people Jack. He dressed all princely. I gotta go. Dives to the window. (laughs) (laughs) You can have Daryl. He's available.
care for her. I don't even know. I mean. <laughs> I've always liked his mother. I like that the mother is, is on board with this. Well, <laughs> I know who wears the crown in that family. <laughs> oh, is she going to get mugged by Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he needs some. He needs to come back. He needs a second scene. I would say this was before he was famous. I don't think he needs a second scene. My hair is melting. (laughs) (laughs) She has no shame, that girl. (laughs) Eric LaSalle looks right at the camera. (laughs) (laughs) No, the child locks are on. (laughs) He's making sure the car doesn't get wet. You're not allowed to do that. He's a prince. You can do whatever you want. I don't think that's even true for princes. I think it's true. You think he has to wait for the subway in Zamunda? No. I think he better hurry. And they're on their way to Brooklyn. <laughs> I just assume that's where the subway goes because that's usually where I'm going on the subway. Gotcha. Oh, man. I used to, the, the T in Boston used to do the same thing where the lights would go out. Yeah. Nice throw and catch. Yeah. I don't actually understand exactly what she's so angry about. She becomes trapped in between subway cars. (laughs) They're not quite as graffiti covered now as they were then. Subway drama. Where's Zamunda? Another crazy guy on the subway. (laughs) 
They haven't been dating for that long. He knows what he likes in a woman. (laughs) (laughs) I love the unity. (laughs) Hey, see you next Wednesday. Jamie Lee Curtis. Ron Howard. Sorry, I was trying to read the cast list on that. Are you aware of the see you next Wednesday in joke? No. That's a, a director trademark. For uh, John, John Landis. Landis, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that reference was there. I think that's the first time I saw it. <laughs> also another Oscar winner. <laughs> yeah. It's the small things. <clears throat> I will note that Jamie Lee Curtis... Was in Trading Places mm. with Eddie. And her name was on the poster. So, you know, tying it all together. Wow, they get a whole flag? I guess they're like, at the... Is this the embassy? Is the ho- No, it's the hotel. Oh, the hotel. So wow. they have to like, raise the flag when the king is in residence. That's interesting. I didn't know that was the Waldorf Astoria policy. Thing. Also, they have to put that thing there. <laughs> I think that she's unnecessarily angry at him, though. He didn't do what he did to deceive her. He had to find himself. A woman. Do you think he did? (laughs) I think we've all grown. Two sizes. (laughs) Chief French Fire of Zamunda. The Zamunda music. Yeah. I want to see them taking down that flag now. He's gone. King is gone. Get the well, flag. Well, you don't take down. it down right while he's leaving. I mean, that's kind of gauche. You wait till at least they're out of sight. <laughs> they had a nice break in traffic, which was fortunate. Do you think they bring the flag with them? No. Aha, you are speaking to me. <laughs> Oh, snap. The king. I guess I was mistaken. (laughs) I wasn't eavesdropping, I swear. Was she? (laughs) I gotta guess. What's your guess? My guess is that it's Lisa under the veil. Because come on. Come on, son. Also, Arsenio Hall looks like he's trying not to laugh. (laughs) This woman only gets to wear exceedingly (laughs) long dresses.
I guess pink is the wedding color in Zamunda. You only wear pink if you're marrying the prince. Mm. Pink is for prince. I get it. Whoa, 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 whoa. I had really changed my mind, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, whoa, you don't have to do a wedding ceremony first or something? We'll let it slide. Traditions are meant to be broken. What gets awkward is they strip off all their clothes in the scene that follows. That doesn't happen. <laughs> I love the livery on those guys. <laughs> Arsenio Hall just something said something very inappropriate to that actress. <laughs> I I would agree. Well, <laughs> so she is shallow in the end. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess who isn't? And I have some great news for you, Dan. You have now seen coming to America. It is like as though I myself have come to America. Oh, I, I just got look- that joke. He was looking at it. I get it now. Oh, you didn't get that? No, I totally I missed it. I got that. I was paying attention. I just want to see how many times Eddie Murphy is credited. Many. Eric LaSalle. What a drip. I get it. Feather. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, Garcelle Beauvais. Ah, Jake Steinfeld. (laughs) Not to be confused with Supreme Court Justice. Yeah. (laughs) It's Don Amici. (laughs) See, that's not Eddie Murphy. No. I will say I'm that that is exactly America. the uh, the kind of joke that my dad. <laughs> you know. So I feel like the finest performance in this movie might be Eddie Murphy as the old Jewish guy. I, you know, it is the performance of a lifetime. It's pretty good, I gotta say. I mean, not that I didn't think the rest of the movie was also good, but uh, that that part really, I was impressed. Oh, so wait, based on what you just said, though, that tells me. Uh... No, you no, liked I the liked movie. The, I, I did. I liked the movie a lot, actually. This, I think, Dottie Dog was played by Dottie. By the way, oh, thank God, I was really worried. I'm sorry, um, you were saying. 
I was saying, uh, your of your selections this year, I think this this has gone to the top of the list. Well, I'm delighted to hear that. You finally hit a home run, Lance. <laughs> yes. I have to tell you, this is a movie that I will, although I haven't in years, uh, I will watch it any time it's on. You know, if somebody comes up to me and says, hey, let's watch Coming to America, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say yes. That's that's a smart move. Now, that's the right play to make. This was the choreographer, Paula Abdul. Wow. The, this was the um she'll go into big things the first leave eddie murphy out of this but this was the first movie <laughs> that eddie murphy did where he chose to play many characters and because this movie did so well i guess he started doing it all the time it gets a little it see it gets a little ridiculous because at a certain point it seems like nobody wants to work with eddie murphy but eddie murphy <laughs> like maybe they just couldn't fill all those roles right i uh I don't know. I mean, I agree with you. I think it gets silly and like it's it's more work than it's worth and the joke gets old. But I really feel like here, especially because it's not just him, it's the fact that both Eddie and Arsenio are playing so many roles for no great reason. Uh, I really enjoy that aspect of the movie. Yeah, no, I think it's it's probably I feel like the most successful implementation of that gag that I've seen. And there are there are numerous actors who who do the same thing, right? Um, but it, although Eddie Murphy probably the most prominent, and he does have amazing range, um, it is it is fun to look back at a time when Eddie Murphy was gen- genuinely hilarious. Uh, <laughs> as much as I want him to be successful now, I feel like he he's you know like like so many of the comics that you know were popular at a certain point, they get older, they lose a little bit of their edginess, their sticks become different. You know, you got like your Eddie, your Eddie Murphy, your Robin Williams. Uh, you know, there's the, it, it drops off a little bit. Right. Eddie wants to be famous for something else these days. Like he wants yeah. to be a different kind of comedian, but this is just, oh, this, I really this, thought that the this same. This is his high point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like he really, it just feels like uh, this is so funny. And, uh, you know, he gets the story by credit, not the written by credit, but it feels like, you know, there are some lines that just feel, and so I guess not even lines, but just deliveries that feel so quintessentially classic Eddie. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I, I mean, I think for me, what what makes this work is that a there is a story, right? Like it's not even if it is a little bit of a trope, you know. We've seen the whole kind of like you know, famous slash rich person wants to be loved for themselves, <laughs> disguises themselves. They when their secret is revealed, people get angry at them. You know, like I feel like that's a that's a plot that we've seen before. But even with that, they make it feel fresh, and they don't go for a lot of the low hanging jokes. I feel like, yep, um, which I which I appreciate when when a comedy especially tries to work a little bit harder. And I and I, you're right, I laughed out loud. I thank you. I noticed the and I appreciate it. Wish to thank the McDonald's Corporation. <laughs> I bet they do. <laughs> Look, they thank the Zamunden Film Commission. That's I'm funny. Suspicious. The, um, well, when you say that we've seen this before, had we in the '80s? Was this already a, a well? well it's, it's like a fairy tale thing, I, right? I think. Like a little prince and the pauper esque. You're saying? Yeah, exactly. So I mean, but that's fine. That's fine. I mean, I like the idea. That you you can take something old and put a new spin on it. So I, I think that's totally valid, and they certainly put a a, uh, a very '80s spin on it. Um, I like the fact that the characters are not entirely two dimensional. Which they could have been, right? Um, they could have taken like like I said, you know, they could have taken the easy gags for him being a fish out of water, right? But he actually does really well at everything. Like all the skills that he's used are really 
uh, really translate. You know, he he's the self-defense stuff and he's really well, he's genuinely well-educated and well-spoken and they don't have too many jokes at his expense. Like even in the jokes where he's unfamiliar with things, I think he still comes out looking pretty good. Um, I like the relationship between him him and uh, and Semi, even if Semi gets a little bit, you know, taken aback at the they're living in squalor. Um, yeah, I think on the whole, it's it's pretty it's pretty successful. And I uh, I, I think that's exactly right. And I think that the even though the it's obviously not. <laughs> there's no sense of reality in the movie but you're right they're not two-dimensional they are well-formed ridiculous characters sure absolutely now were you aware by the way that uh king jaffe joffer's uh wife the queen uh also played his wife in the lion king i was not yeah she is the lioness queen in the lion king lex i i, I need to tell you something <laughs> What's that? You've never, never seen the, seen Lion, the King. Lion King. I saw it for the first time like three weeks ago as we wow. record this. Yeah. And you have and you have three small children, so I'm impressed. Yeah, this was the, uh, Anya's first time watching it. See, yeah, I, I I had this fight recently with some members of my family who claimed that I must have seen it, but I I have no recollection of seeing <laughs> the entire thing. So you put that on the list. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Anyways, that's very actually that's very very amusing. I guess I like. I mean. The, I think feel like the I guess even John Amos gets his moment of not just being a greedy like gold digger at the end, which is nice. Like when he's actually offered the chance right. to make money, he turns it down for for pride and respect for his family, which I, I think is good because that's <laughs> up until that point. Right. Like he's, he's it is a very redeeming a little, moment for the character. Although yeah. I'll tell you when when James Earl Jones says, you know, when he says to James Earl Jones, you don't you don't have enough money to, you know, to buy me off in this instance uh i don't know i keep thinking he probably does like if, if he upped the offer to like 10 million okay so my daughter's mad for a couple of weeks but i think i can cheer her up <laughs> i don't know tell me i mean like at that point it's just numbers right i think that's what i always have a hard time with you're offering if you're, you're offering like outlandish sums you know eh, two million is not retirement money but 10 million is retirement money that's my analysis I mean, two million is retirement money if you do it right i think two million was retirement money in 1989 but i don't oh, know yeah. if that's true in 2013 or what is it now 2014 uh it is something it is something like that I you know there we've discussed and watched several shows uh several movies that either had tv series to come from them or had you know, the, there was contemplation of you, including Beverly Hills, where they were going to yes, potentially do indeed. a Beverly Hills series. There was a pilot of a sitcom version of this movie, uh, but it did not. It did not go to series. Interesting. When, oh, in the, I'm, I'm looking at now in the 80s. Wow, oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's pretty old. Um, I also see that there was a lawsuit about this movie. Oh. Uh, the humorist Art Buchwald filed in 1990 against the film That's producers right. on the grounds the idea was stolen from a 1982 script that Paramount had optioned from him. I think he wins, doesn't he? Won. he? Yeah, he won, and, and they, he got monetary damages, but they settled out of court. That is impressive. What I remember, too, I, I just I totally forgot about that until you brought it up. I remember that uh, Eddie Murphy had worked with John Landis on uh, Trading Spaces, Places, trading whichever places. it is. Places. The other one's a I TLC, say, yeah, TLC yeah. <laughs> reality show. But so trading something, they worked together, and that was like before Eddie Murphy had gone huge. And then John Landis says that Eddie Murphy was a total jerk uh, 
on the set of this film now that really? he was a megastar and they hated each other and they vowed that they would never work together again although Landis still says he thinks it's an incredible Murphy performance uh, but then they buried the hatchet and they got worked together on a, a sequel to Beverly Hills Cop that neither of us has ever seen wow well that's you know I, that that's kind of worth a movie in its own right <laughs> yes that's uh, that is a good story um, yeah so overall I mean we've watched a lot of comedies this season we have. I, and I would say for me this definitely beats out vacation. Um, I think sadly it beats out UHF. Yeah, uh, I know. Sad, well, sadly for you, I know how no, much. I, I think that this movie is funnier than UHF. Okay, okay, I'm good. I'm, I'm UHF is funny. Uh, UHF I like because I really love Al. Yeah, and sure. uh, but I think that you know I can watch it and Al can watch it today and know that you know there are there are some great moments and some great lines, but it is not a hilarious movie. I think that this movie is wall to wall laughs. Though we joked about Oscars, it was nominated for two Academy Awards for makeup? Best Costume Design and Best Makeup. Yeah. Wait, well, the first one was costume design? Yes. <laughs> the, uh, the dead cats that they wear around their neck are pretty great. Wow. Although the uh, LA Times reviewer, reviewer called it a, quote, hollow and wearying Eddie Murphy fairy tale, unquote, and bemoaned, quote, that an Eddie Murphy would movie would come to this, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> there's a uh, yeah. There's a um, there's a, there's apparently a lot of a lot of uh, criticism. It only gets a sixty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes as of the point this Wikipedia article was written. Well, but it was know. a commercial box office success. I do think it's. Uh, I mean, I do think it's a comedy that holds up well too. It's obviously yeah, dated yeah, yeah. and there, but it doesn't even have, you know, it doesn't have the subtle racism. I don't think of va- or the unsubtle racism of National Lampoon's Vacation. There's you pointed out that. Uh, uh, which oh Eric LaSalle is kind of not even racist as much as he is. Um, well, he's he's a he's a dick, right? Like, right? Yeah, <laughs> xenophobic, perhaps. Right. Yeah, that's the one. Xenophobic. But uh, you know, it feels like I feel like this movie could still be made today and be hilarious without major script changes. It's interesting because they don't really play, play off the like white black relation part, right? Which is I feel like uh, a big part of Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> He's the lesser-known Eddie Murphy clone. I feel like that was a big part of Eddie Murphy's shtick. The you know, last time was the sort of edgy race-based humor, and that's not a not a card you see played here. I mean, even in Beverly Hills Cop, right? Like the scene uh, where he tries to check into the hotel. Remember, he pretends to be a a writer for Rolling Stone. Right. Yeah, I feel like it was it was a little it was a little more edgy even there, but this one kind of leaves that on the table. Which is all right. I don't think it needs to get bogged down in that kind of thing. And it was it's still I felt like that in some ways made it more interesting um, because it was looking at the sort of divisions in the even in the black community by having, you know, Eric LaSalle being, you know, a xenophobic character. Yeah. And, you know, surprising not it wasn't a cameo at the time, I guess, for Samuel L. Jackson. But it's always surprising to see these folks who go on to bigger and better things in the smaller roles. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson, best remembered as Mugger in Coming to America. <laughs> uh, I'm always surprised. Then he made 7,000 more movies. It, uh, no, nobody seems totally shocked when a guy comes into the McDowell's and just fires off his shotgun. There's not even like screams. Fifth time, they said. Fifth time. <laughs> the same guy. Yeah, well, he's got a shotgun. What are you going to do? <laughs> he, he, is, he is dedicated to his craft. His craft is robbery. <laughs> I do have to say when Eddie Murphy delivers the uh, the Jewish joke at the end as the old Jewish guy in the barbershop uh, he does a great delivery of that joke I was saying he nailed it I mean it sounded like something that my grandmother or my father would tell 
and he's got all the he's got all the little ticks and everything down perfectly. Yeah, I mean, I, if if Eddie Murphy isn't part Jewish, I'm surprised because he really. <laughs> I want to see a movie about that guy going to Zamunda, <laughs> coming to America too, or I guess coming to America too, going to Zamunda, nuns on the run. Um, yeah, not, so yeah, in our uh, we picked another movie without a sequel. Not that many of them this year from yep. us, but this is this is one of I think three so far. Now you've said in general that you you're not a huge you, you like comedies, you just don't like slapstick do. comedies. Does this? I mean, I like some slapstick comedies. I think you got to get it's got to be done really well. I mean, I love you know the old style, the Marx Brothers and and stuff like that. Um, sometimes the ones I don't like are the, I think the ones where they rely too heavily like bodily humor stuff that gotcha. doesn't really do it for me. Yep. The very broad comedy. Um, I think this this actually is I felt this was successful because I felt like it was cleverly written. And, you know, especially uh, when it comes to you know Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, their deliveries are so good. Right. right. And they have such a good comedic rapport. Um, I feel like some of the bits fall a little bit flat, like you mentioned, the, the bit with the singer. Which just felt like something Eddie Murphy like wanted to do. Oh right, the the, the Rick Springfield esque singer. I'll, I would yes. say the um, the singer in the not Rick Springfield. That's definitely not who I mean. No, you're thinking he um, sings Jesse's Girl. Yeah, uh, Bruce uh, Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, 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 this is terrible. You're gonna have to edit this whole thing. You're out having a really hard name. time with this right now. Do you know who it is? It's the guy who's uh, Rick James. Rick, Rick James esque. But uh, I thought you were going to reference when uh, what's his name sings uh, the Paul Bass character. No, no, I, I that was funny because that the the Oha scene I could I could have lasted another two minutes in that scene. I think <laughs> I think that could have just gone. I just kept waiting for him to beat the beat the crap out of someone though. <laughs> he is huge. Yeah, well, I don't know. I I think like I said, I think it was very uh, very well played. All um, right. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. Well, I'm delighted to hear it. I'm glad to have shared it with you. Thank you for sharing it with me. And I, I think if you if you had tallied up this series before we started it, or this season of not playing, and we said, which actors will be the most common players <laughs> in uh, movies that we haven't seen that we watch together? I don't know. I mean, I, Eddie Murphy, yes, because again, I haven't seen Trading Places. Yeah. Um, but James Earl Jones, I think, a surprising number of appearances already. Yeah, yeah. He's and, got a couple. I don't know. So I, I I guess it's it's surprising. But uh I'm glad you liked it because I really liked it and I knew you didn't love Mannequin and I really do love Mannequin too, but I think I, for sure I this is the funniest movie. I love Mannequin. I can see why that especially because I think it 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 holds a special place in your heart. Right. And everyone's allowed to have a movie or sure. two that is maybe not the best movie but that you have a special affection for. I think that's totally cool. Well, I appreciate it. I, I agree with you. I think of all the movies we've watched together so far, this is the funniest. Okay. Bill and Ted, very funny. But Good. I think I'm this glad is you funniest. enjoyed Bill and Ted. I'm glad yeah. you liked it. So what's coming next? Well, that is a great question, Lex. I, there's a, there are a lot of options here. I was looking down the list of uh, things that you have not seen. I think this is this may be my last pick for the season. Wow. Um, so I feel like we got to end on something good. I don't know if there's anything good left on the list. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said the Trading Places is good. Trading Places and... is good. I, I I don't know if I want to go comedy or let's see. We got oh please not else? Braveheart. That would be way too much. Mel no, no, it's too late. It's too late. We're we're, we're kind of committed to the '80s thing right now. Yeah. I feel so. I I'm, I'm trying to find another '80s movie. I'm seriously considering Top Gun, which is not a movie that I necessarily love. <laughs> 
but it's it's iconic, you know. Right, Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. It's possible that you should see that. <laughs> I'm willing to believe that. Well, I mean, you know, the the other options I was looking at here is like Tron. I don't think you'd like Tron that much. It's it's pretty nerdy. Um, <laughs> Highlander. I feel like you should see. It. <laughs> it's also terrible. I mean, it's it's terrible in a great way. Um. There are some other good ones on here, but I was I was I was feeling the need to sort of balance out because I feel that you have picked a lot of comedies. Yeah, I'm, I'm so I, I was trying terrible. to get us a little bit of balance from the comedy and the I'm not going to call them dramas, non <laughs> non comedies, <laughs> nomedies. But uh, I mean, certainly, well, it's entirely your choice. I could make you watch Blade Runner, but I I also don't like Blade Runner that much. And there's like eight versions of it, so it's like way too hard to do commentary for. <laughs> I cert- I feel like you should pick a movie that you, uh, I don't know. It doesn't have to be one that you like, but it should be a movie that you don't hate at least. That's my advice to oh, you. Oh, well, there's nothing on this list I hate. Okay. I will totally say that. I, I will say there are some movies on here that are just not like, you know, wouldn't go on my top 100 list maybe, but. Right. There's movies you know, on your there, list there, that there, I haven't there, even heard of. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's, like what, what's de- movie? Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Never That's a Steve Martin that. movie. It's a black and white Steve Martin sort of take on hard-boiled crime movies. I believe it's actually edited into footage from uh, other film noir movies or something. It's very odd, but it's very well done. It's from a period where Steve Martin was also very funny. <laughs> I still think he's funny, but I understand. I still think he's mostly funny. He's, I think his movie choices are not as funny as they used to be necessarily, but he, he is also a very funny writer. Um, I watched that a few years ago. I've only seen it once, though. I feel like I, I I would love to pick a movie that uh, that you have not seen that I've seen a bunch, but I'm having trouble looking at this list and figuring out what that is. Well, if you want to take the week, you don't have to announce your choice today. You can wait. Okay. I feel like I, I don't want to disappoint anybody, but I also want to pick something that I think people will enjoy and that you will enjoy. And if you come up with something that's not on our, our mutual shared list, that's fine too. You know, you can yeah, just no, I just find me and I'll, sure. I'll tell I, you if I, I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, I have to. Probably sure. not. <laughs> chances are it seems like maybe not well dan i'm glad to share coming to america with you as i said and i'm excited to figure out what we're going to watch next week whenever you're ready to tell me i think it will be really really a treat i'm sure you'll love it all right all right we'll see you guys next time on not playing with lex and dan night everybody He wears that same undershirt thing, button down, every day. I mean, if you had a shirt that nice, would you wear any other shirt? (laughs) The first time I thought it was like terrible prosthetic skin and I had to look really closely to understand what was happening.